another episode of What We Doing. It's your man's H.T. Sims. Mr. Mix. And that man, Joffy Jofa. What's going on, y'all? We are back. Uh, had to take a week off uh, last week for Easter and whatnot. Had to do the family thing, take moms around and all that good stuff. Uh, kicked it with some friends, had a great time. So hopefully y'all did did the same as well as... Family is, is hugely important, especially at these times that we are living in now. So we're going to kick right into it. Uh, we had a tragedy happen this week. Uh, we lost a legend. Uh, DMX, Darkman X, Earl Simmons, uh, one of my favorite artists of all time, definitely Thanks. in my top ten. Uh, so that one kind of hurt, man, because... Not only is he our era, like we grew up with him. Right. So what we want to talk about today is legacy, legacy, legacy. Um, certain people are kind of remembering DMX differently. Some people want to, you know, choose to throw throw dirt on his name because yeah. he was a, uh, you know, drug addict or he had problems with substance abuse or whatever, which I... One thousand percent don't don't think that it's the time to do that. Not I think at it's all. a certain thing called class, and you should not be remembered for your worst day or your worst or your worst character trait. You know, what if uh, you die tomorrow and we just remember you for the worst thing that you did in your life? I think that's bullshit. I think that's mm-hmm. in bad taste. I, um, in the black community, we don't do that. We don't speak ill of the dead because they're not here to defend themselves. Right. Right. So it it brings up a great question about legacy. How do you want to be remembered? How do, how ha, has your life touched others? So we're going to kind of start this with DMX and, and branch off into other things, but we'll just kind of go around the room. So so I'll start it off. Uh, as a teenager, DMX came out around 1998. I was like a yeah. junior in high school. So junior, sophomore year in high school is when he really, really popped and really, really hit. He was one of the biggest artists at the time. And around that time in hip-hop, um, you really was into the music at the time. This was the CD player era. Yeah, this man. was the Master P dropping an oh, yeah. album Every a week. Tuesday, yep. This was... You know, a lot of dope MCs and a lot of dope artists out the at the time. The golden era, if you will. Yeah. Some Jay-Z, people say 98 was the best year. Yes, Jay-Z, but. Big Pun, uh, Benny Siegel, The Locks, Shoot. Bone Thugs and Harmony. Like, mm. everybody was out around Face? this time. Face? Oh, Scarface. 40 was doing his thing. Like Man, it, it was just a bunch of great music happening at the time. And, and Pac still was dropping fresh albums that was blowing our mind. Yeah, and Pac was still, because again, his death was in 1996. Mm-hmm. So of course, Pac was still hugely relevant and, and still dropping music and still had music that was relevant to that time. So in comes this guy by the name of DMX, Darkman X, Barking on Records. Who the fuck is this? So his his first like he drops two albums in one year, um, the flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood, and it's dark and hell is hot. It's dark and hell is it, hot. It, it's dark and hell out with the first one, flesh of my flesh with the second one. And personally, not to cut you off, my favorite one is still is dark and hell is hot. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure, yeah. for sure, yeah. for sure, for sure. But get at me, two dog. platinum, dope. Incredible albums yes, that indeed. everybody in my high school had in their little CD book. 
Mm. Um, either one or the other. And it was what we were listening to at the time. And he created this song called Slippin'. And when I think back on Slippin' at the time when I was in high school, which was a, you know, carefree time, but still had issues, had, had, had things going on personally, had things going on in my family. And he just described just that that feeling of loneliness, that feeling of depression, that feeling of like what the fuck was, is going yeah, on in my life yeah, type shit. Yeah, man. And he was so unapologetic about it and so real about it. And the and the words that he spoke through that song just made me an instant fan at that time. And I was riding with, with DMX to them because I'm not gonna front. When he first came out, I had a problem with anybody who had any type of comparisons to pop. Okay, and, and yeah, he had that. a couple of he was bald headed, but the, he was it was very poetic. It was it was certain people that was filling your head with that. And again, we young, we in high school, so it's, it's people filling your head with that bullshit. How silly does that look back now? I don't remember that. Like, now, it's, nah. now it's dumb as shit. It don't even make any sense, yeah. really. We think about it. even got that comparison. Like it's dumb as shit, but because now when you think about originality, who the fuck is more original? It's very few. Let me say that. Than the ex. It's very you know, few. From from his prayers on his on his albums. One of a kind. Uh, well, almost yeah. like that. I'm not, I'm gonna say I'm not gonna say more credit than the ex. But there's nobody better. You know what I'm saying? He is in that ass. You can only get as creative X, as creative a Buster yeah. Rhymes, as a 40, as a Slick Rick. Yeah. You don't get better, you get ass. You know Own style. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unapologetic. Real. Came to you as he was. You felt it through the music. Yeah, man. You, you felt it through, through his presence and through the things that he was doing. Incredible actor. Loved yeah. the movies he was in. Exit Wounds, one of my favorite movies. Um, Belly is oh, definitely I mean, in my top five. Of movies, it's it's a great bad movie, and what I mean by a great bad movie, like some of the acting from some of the characters is kind of ad, but the storyline and the two people that made that movie for me was was Method Man and and X. Yeah, no doubt. The soundtrack was pretty decent. Oh, the soundtrack was incredible, but I'm just saying, like the like Tommy Bunn's performance. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The shit that he said is, but Shorty can't eat no books. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he was just. I, I smoke weed. I'm going. I run red lights. Man, speed, I'm speed. that's me. <laughs> like yeah, he yeah. he played the role so fucking yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just thought that that was just him. You know what I'm saying? Like it yeah. was just it was just him. He brought a rawness and a realness to that role, and then Exit Wound and other other movies kind of kind of came up, and you kind of find out that he you know he has yeah. some acting chops and whatnot. Um. First three albums was crazy. I put his first three against anybody. Sure. First three sure. was crazy. Sure. First sure. three was fucking nuts. Hey, y'all, uh, I got to say something, though. Never in the history of anybody has Jingle Bells been sang that way. I got to give it to him. <laughs> yep, yep. He was the top Jingle Bells singer yeah, of all that, time. That, I, I that like that part. song. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right, he right, was right. in. I like his Later energy. on, he was, in, uh, he was in Chris Rock's top five. Yeah. And, uh. He was in jail, that part, that, yep. that scene when he was in jail. He was like, the fuck you doing here? Talking about good, bad movies, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's so that. yep. it, he just, he he was, he was like multifaceted. Sure. Yeah. Like, Great like, energy, man. Talented, could do it all, could really made you feel like if you ever seen him perform, the energy he performed with was fucking incredible. Mm. Go heads up with y'all goat. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Go heads up. Oh, from a performance standpoint. I mean, he, it's even a story. I'm talking about just physically. That, oh, that fuck epic it. secret rap battle between yeah, him, him and, and y'all go. Yeah, him and Jay-Z that went. You know what I'm saying? You know what I dug about him, though? Like, regardless of the highs and the lows, wherever he had went, you know what I'm saying, he still knew how to pray. He still kept that in his life. You know, it wasn't never to a point to where, um, you know, he gets to a certain part of his life and he don't include God. Like, right. That's real. That right. prayer thing is kind of like, that was the coolest thing that I ever heard, you know what I'm saying, because he didn't have to rap. All he had to do was just say his prayer, but it was a realistic prayer for anybody. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Because so it was, he was, again, flawed. He was flawed, but he was him. I mean, who's not? You know what I'm saying? The that, fact, and and I think thing. in this era that we live in now with cancel culture and the bullshit of you do one thing wrong, we don't want to fuck with you no more. If he would have came out in this era, he would have been harder to take. Well, look, okay, but take this out, though. And I, I understand where you're coming from in essence. But think about how we, uh, and I do not want to harp on this. I'm just speaking to his greatness. Mm-hmm. After, after uh, flesh of my flesh, you know what I'm saying? When the party up hit, he's still out there. Mm-hmm. He just he biggest dude in the world. Yeah, you know biggest biggest artist in the world. When yeah. we when we heard rumors that he was still doing what he used to do, I'm gonna say that we were like, "What? Are you still doing that? Yeah. Oh man, that's amazing in itself." You dig what I'm saying? That's A lot crazy. of that would take. People clean out the game. You doing all this, right? Platinum, taking this all around the world, and you still doing what? Good shout morning, out, man. shout out to my brother Sheen. We was having this conversation. We said, and as fucked up as it sounds, just follow me. If he was on crack, and he was putting out the music and the shit that he was putting out, all of us got a question: our work ethic Come, and talent it. and say everything it. else. Because how the fuck do you say do that? Say it when you on you know you dealing with your demons and your substance abuse and again, um, more recently a story came out on how he got, you know, kind of yeah, yeah. into into yeah, into yeah. being addicted to that drug. Mm-hmm. Like he trusted an OG, OG laced his blunt with some bullshit. Mm-hmm. And he I didn't the, know. That's he ended up. Too, he man. ended up. Yeah, he ended up smoking it. Um, and and basically at fourteen, his OG turned him out to crack. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like primos. Yeah. Primos. What they used primos. to call it back in the day. But you know so, what's wild? You're talking about you just talking about like getting to know X in the beginning. And I can say, this is one of the things that I'm proud to be my age. Like the stuff that we submitted on has has lasted the test of time. Specifically what we gravitated to because it was supposed to have been out of here a long time ago. Yeah. Now it's the biggest world. But my point is, Given my East Coast bias, you really had to be something different for me to listen, like Red Man, and at the time it was Jada. It was very short list bust around. And so I wasn't really hearing it because at the time Diddy was really out there yeah. like, making a rock. It was kind of bubblegumish, but feel good, pocket biggie artist. Mm-hmm. I was working at Jack in the Box, and the guy bring the CD. His name was Brian, had real green eyes. And he's like, Here's the new DMX. He's like, Man, this shit, this shit hard. And I'm looking at him like, But you listening to it? What the fuck do you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, he kept going. I was like, man, if this dude brings it, this dude, it can't be tight. I'm going to tell you what got me. I was watching Rap City, and Money, Power, Respect came on. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what? What I got it the next day? I was like, oh, man, get out of here. I've, I've been a fan ever since. That, Like I said, my first one is it's Dark and Hell is Hot, because you're talking about, you're talking about Good Kid, Mad City. Mm-hmm. For me. You're talking about themes. Mm-hmm. The theme of that one, flawless, bro. Yeah, for sure. Flawless. Like, you know what like I'm back in that back. day, yeah, back in that day, you had to have a theme. 
You had to stay on theme. Yeah. And your, your, your shit had to be original. Your raps yeah. had to, the Yo, Damien introduction. Like, yeah. anytime he went yeah. back and forth with Damien, I was like, oh, man. I'm like, it's crazy. me, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> it's me, Mickey. I liked his, uh, like, back in the day, like y'all was saying, the album had to be like a story. Yeah, okay? man. Like, yeah. you had to have every song that you had had to be an addition to that, to that story, you know, and explaining it more. Uh, the first time that I heard that, I think Dark and Hell is Hot, I was in Job Corps. I think I was oh, right. That 16. makes sense. That makes I was total sense. 16 or 17? One of them. I probably was 17 years old. And uh, I tried not to like it. Like, I was one of them dudes to like, okay, Tupac, all eyes on me. Mm-hmm. Good stuff now. But since everybody rocking it, I'm one of them rebel kids. So I, I didn't actually get a chance to enjoy stuff like that. I'm going to come back to that but, very later. But go ahead. Well, fast forward to it, and uh, the song that broke me on Dark and Hell is Hot was uh, Stop, oh. Drop, Shut Them Down, Open Up, Shop. I think that's <laughs> yeah. it. Uh-huh. That was on, Rough, Rough Riders that was on, what was the first album? First one is Dark and Hell is Hot. Yeah, yeah that, was the, okay. that was the, yeah, the, yeah, the, that the Rough Riders theme, yeah. And you know, okay. know what's dope, though? Like, even to that, I'm going to get back to you. When he went... Mind your business, lady. We was like, oh, yeah, yeah that was the hook. That was the hook. No, and, people get it too. Man. And then uh, the no, second one that broke you. me was yeah, uh, the Faith that one's is going down or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's oh. funny. Oh. I was so. You know what I like? You know what? Two things about that one, bro. I like the song. I'm finna play in the break. The, but the album version, that's what I'm finna play. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know what the talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Do I have to explain to you? <laughs> that, <laughs> I gotta holler this nigga name? Man, who the fuck is he? <laughs> Bitch, you fucking. <laughs> but, yeah, I like that yeah. how, like, okay. But again, how, he could, he could, back in the, like, he I had hate to keep di- saying back in the day, but in, early, in, in the music that we listened to in the 90s, you had to be able to have that 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 girl record, mm. but his girl records was so fucking rough. Yeah, like was so fucking rough yeah. and raw. Like, no, yo, you didn't, you didn't right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go take the snow. One five vote. You know, See, come back yo. with that. We can split that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he he was just him. Even when he was speaking to the ladies, y'all be. What these bitches want from a nigga is oh, is a classic. Man, that's it's a, Negro a fucking spiritual. classic. Yeah, that's a Negro and spiritual. They talk about how he. You know what I'm saying? Like he going through his list of women and the challenge that came out of, you know, about a, a year back when everybody was doing the, you know what I'm saying, the challenge with, with all the chicks on, on on the song that he was saying, but hard as hell, hard but he just kept it funky with you. Like it, it was just, look, like hey. I'm, the, I'm the hardest nigga, but I still got the girl records, but I'm still praying I'm a... I'm a walking contradiction. I'm a paradox. Man. It's all me. It's all real. And that's but, what I like. Man, man this, you just got to love it. This is where I zoom out, though. You say, because it's like, all right, you know, something's real. And he's a walking contradiction. Mm-hmm. And nothing is more clear on that song, Party Up. Man, that, the lyrics of that song is just, it's you just whack. not. You're twisted. No, Your girls are The hard. man say, you niggas remind me of a strip club. Every time I come around, it's got to, like, stop, man. <laughs> Like all the all the niggas have been jailed before. Like why all through the record, huh? Yeah. This is his biggest jam. It's not a party anthem at no, all. At all. Well, you don't want that type of party. Let me say. No, that. you don't yes. want that type of party. You, you, you don't want about, that type of party. Like you don't like want the, the guy issue. say, uh, no. I do not want that kind of party in my pants. No, I don't want that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. But, I'm talking about if you out there is talking that type of stuff, what they gonna bring to you? You know what I'm saying? Like that, that nigga was biggest just, hit? just didn't didn't give a let fuck. Let me ask y'all a question. Dissing the nigga like. Let me ask y'all a question. Out for that. 
If that was his biggest hit, why was it his biggest hit? Because a the video was amazing. It was a big budget video. Okay. The track itself is amazing. Half the real words are blacked out. If you're drunk in the club, you're not gonna pay attention anyway. All you're gonna do is sing hook. Okay. It's over you, with. You got one point there. How about you, sir? What's your answer? What's People your answer? underestimate the power of Swiss beats. That's real too. And DMX can like. I ain't gonna say it's Dre and Snoop, but nah, it's 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 one of those combinations to where when anytime Swiss would fuck with X, you had something magical, like you had something crazy happen, and it came in and it was just straight. It had the sound of a party record, the party and record. then the lyrics of of the realest, realest, rawest hip hop song that you could think of in your life, like. He was rap. coming. He was coming at niggas. If you if you want to know how to start a massive fight with a group of people, scream all these lyrics to somebody. Yeah. Somebody you're, whack, you're twisted. Your girl's a hoe. You're broke. Kid ain't yours. And, and everybody, everybody know. know. Did he say the nigga <laughs> word on that uh, on that uh, album? I mean, on that on that. Uh, yeah. Yes. I'll be like, let's see. I'm saying The reason why the reason why I'm saying this, y'all, is because I know that. It was his biggest hit because it was a party album and anybody could identify with it. Whether you're from the suburbs or whether you're from the city. I don't believe you know anybody know knows look, the words of that song. Check I, this out. I think there's 3% of people know the exact words of that song. Hey, check this out. One thing that we got to get out of that has fucked us up from a musical standpoint is that we always think that we have to cross over to get people from different yeah, cultures to fuck yeah, with yeah. us. Yeah, and that's furthest thing from the truth. The raw, the raw, and the realer our artists are, the more they resonate outside of their community. The creativities will get because you. it's I don't know what this is, so I gotta listen to it. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know what this. Is. Who the fuck is this barking on the record? And why is he barking on the record? Where is he from? He didn't say Brooklyn. He didn't say the Bronx. He didn't say Harlem. He didn't say one of the barrels. He said I'm from Yonkers. Where the fuck is Yonkers at? I know that's like from the first time I heard it. Right. Everything that was him, you you not had to Google, but you had to pay attention to. Like, yo, what this nigga on? He wasn't cookie cut. He was just on. What is this nigga on? And then once you got, the more and more you got, he was interesting. If he was nothing else, he was interesting. And more, more stars, more hip hop stars, and more people don't realize that that is a commodity. Yeah. Inter- interesting is a commodity. You pay attention to people who are different from you, and that's what gives them star quality because it, the thing that made him a star is the fact that he had no filter. None. It was interviews and shit that he did on Team Summit that made that made me crack the fuck up when mm-hmm. he they was talking about sex and condoms and prevention, and they asked him like a direct question like, what uh, what do you think the responsibility of the man is after sex? And he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I gave you what you gave me, boo. And that, <laughs> that's I was like, right. No, not yeah. in front of the kids, D. Yeah, like, right. like right. he was just here, like, bro, I'm going to be who I am. I know what I know. I yeah. know what I know. I'm going to pray for you. I'm, a, I'm not a he pretty boy. I'm man. not gl- glamorous. I'm anti all that. Like, so to your point. Puffy then was the flashy niggas. Like right. they was the they was the flash and the cash and the ghetto mm-hmm. fabulous and the, mm-hmm. and the shiny videos. What was his videos? Dark, dark, black and white. Yeah, a fucking pit bull in <laughs> like, like a pit bull in that piss. Thirty niggas the on bikes. The garage, mm-hmm. the you know what I'm saying? It was gritty. It none was of us grimy. Got you ask any else for a shirt, we don't know what one at. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That type of thing. 
It was gritty. It was I grimy. It was to raw. Him, no. You know what I'm saying? I liked his balance. Like I like it how he kept it. He can go gangster. He can go lyrical. He can do spiritual. Like that's what I really like. What Bro, made me he could. Really he would have been the him. first gospel rapper that I would have listened to. Yeah, Facts. he had, he had a couple of songs to where he did like straight just gospel, mm. just talking about God and the whole nine and eight. That wasn't whack because I just had this thing about gospel rap, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was he would have been the one that I could have listened to if he would have found it like. A balance, like got it sent in the game. Like let's say a thirteen track, fourteen track album. Yeah, seven of them, you know how he do, and seven of them gospel. It would have got a lot of dudes thinking a lot of different ways. Like I would have been more receptive to that kind of yeah that gospel rap if it's because like, okay, it's him. It's him, and I, he went all the way over here. Yeah. Went over here, and the duality of it explains the whole album. I, I probably would have been the same route. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we going to go on break and. uh this uh, all this music that we gonna play is dedicated to this man, this great yeah. man that we lost, uh, Mr. DMX. All right, so we gonna start off with two hey. good songs, and we gonna we gonna trade two, two, two. Right? <laughs> we gonna keep it going. All right, we gonna all keep right. it going. This is what we doing. We we'll right back. Don't believe. Who dick you sucking? Don't call me with that bullshit, all right? You lying. You lying to me, B. Yeah, exactly. Who dick you sucking? Come on, B. I just heard some shit about you, some foul shit. Fuck is the deal? Suck my fucking dick, you bitch-ass nigga. No, you explain it to me, bitch. You know what I'm talking about. I don't nigga. know nobody up here. You don't fuck with nobody up here, and I ain't been fucking with nobody. Yo, t- yeah, I don't know nobody in fucking Yonkers. Lying ass bitch, you ain't shit. Do I got to holler his name, too? Who the fuck is he? Bitch, you fucking him. Get that. 
Come back with that, we can split that. Sit back, fuck, fuck for L, forget that. Whichever hand is being played, how's it doing that? Gone to the scone, then I got to know that. Cause you with me, you up. Think I'm trying to give me enough. Cause hunters wanna give me the bug, bug. Type of games are being played, how's it doing that? The fighting, 
It was life when I did my ups and downs, my slips, my falls, my trials and tribulations, my heart, my balls, my mother, my father. I love them, I hate them. With God, I didn't have them, but I'm glad that he made them. The roaches, the rats, the strays, the cats, the guns, vibes, and bats. Every time I scrap, the hustling, the dealing, the robbing, the stealing, the shit hit the ceiling. Little boy with no feelings, the frustration, rage. Inside a cage, defeating till the age. I carried it 12 days. Somebody stop me, Please. somebody come and get me. What? Little did I know that the law was riding with me. The dark, the light, uh, my heart, uh, the fight, uh, the wrong, uh, the right. Uh, it's gone. So I keep them scattering like roaches when the light comes on from night to dawn. Right from wrong, hold no weight. 357 slugs with a snub nose, straight eight. Setting all the issues straight. Squashing all beasts to the point where the police is locking all streets. They got me trapped off in the building, but you know how that go. I stay fucking with a hood rat, so I run up in a rat hole, go through the hallway, see police face to face. And being I'm telling you this story means I caught another case. See, but you and me, more than likely, it's gonna be you and me, alright? Feel me, y'all. Day two of the saga, this fucking drama continues. I'm waking up like every two hours, looking out my windows. Plus, I keep the 4-4 pointed at the door, just in case. And when I bust in, I'll bust in, and I'm gunning for the face. What a waste of potential is what my teachers used to tell me. You can always get a job, and eat shit they tried to sell me. Got me nowhere but broken, fucked up in the game. 
But now I got a name, uh-huh. and niggas know my name. Okay. Knock at the door. Police, we're looking for a man who killed a couple of cops last night. Number one is ten grand. I play like a bitch. It's just me here, and I'm not dressed. And that guy sounds kind of dangerous. I hope you're making an arrest. That was a close one. Now I know I gotta get out of the city Cause I'm hotter than lava I'll holler the mob Hit my dog on the horn He like Fuck you done did They done ran up in my crib Nigga patting down my kid uh. Put the harness on the dog Load up the weapons Murders on my mind uh, No half-stepping Motherfuckers want war You can get it Cause I'm tired of running Remember me as the nigga that died gunning Time and copy Let's see four Strapped to the chest Run up in that joint Raw dog Fuck the best They can keep theirs Because it won't be the slugs That'll kill them It'll be the raw Let's see four Cause I'm bringing down the building when I go I'm taking a bunch of them motherfuckers with me I ain't sitting around waiting for them faggot niggas To come and get me I bring it to them Service with a smile What nigga? Didn't know the dog with baby was in the cut, nigga. And now that you finally finding out what this shit means, I'm at the precinct on 116. Run up in there, open up my jacket. You motherfuckers looking for me? Well, here I am. Now you coming with me. to what we doing man we talking dmx and legacy i'm telling you what bro that crime story you talking about a person that puts you right vividly right in the situation it don't get no better than that man one walk you best, right down one there. of the best ther- storytellers in hip-hop yes sir. um all all his stories were so vivid so real you thought you was in it you was right you know what i'm saying yeah. you riding with him as they going through it he he just made everything with words now, it's just so vivid, so you could see it. It was crazy, man. The talent and was so, just immense. Just throwing out there for all you M lovers, DMX was holding his own during the rise of M. Not only holding his own, he was doing, doing his thing. thing. I'm gonna say doing this fucking thing. thing. What you for mean? For, like own. M was doing it. M came and and M kind of destroyed everything. A white rapper that can actually rap mm. that was with Dr. Dre. I mean, of course, that's gonna. Blow the fuck fuck up, but um, Emma even tell you that X was one of his influences. Yeah, man. you know I'm what I'm saying. Say, I'm gonna say that uh, Mr. DMX, he wasn't a he was more than a rapper. He was an artist. You know yeah, what I'm saying, man. like an artist. Like even if he wouldn't have been a rapper, he would have been a great painter or a great writer or anything. If or he would poet yeah. or or yeah. preacher or he, I mean, he had so many gifts and so many talents. And then acting, like it, it, mm-hmm. it showed in his acting, yeah. because he again, we know a lot of rappers that can't act. Yeah, they can yeah, really act like a rapper. Yeah, ooh, talk talk yeah, about man, it, man. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a lot of actors. Uh, it's a lot of rappers that can't act. Yeah, you know, for D- real. anytime Dmx was on the screen, I believe. Like again, Tommy Buns, I believe. Like I believe Yo. that was an actual nigga. Like every word, every phrase, everything that he said, the quotables from that fucking movie, man. You the, know, you, you the illest nigga in Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, come on, man. Yeah, like the like, whole, the whole vibe. 
Yeah, he played it well. As soon well. as he gets knocked, calls me from the crib. That's your man. That's your man. Like, put the weed in the fucking bath first, man. <laughs> then get money. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was just he was just so authentically him all the time, man. So that br- it was just really appreciated. But we would be remiss if we weren't talking about legacy if That's right. when talking about some of the, the, the more disrespectful motherfuckers in this world who personally for me, um, the world according to mix, fuck you. Um that. New York Post, fuck you. Okay. Talk that that's what we're doing. Oh, you're talking about the oh the elaborate. The, yeah, the, for the people uh, who the, haven't the people seen who, that post, the elaborate. Who wrote, the, the lady who wrote that article about his financial losses and all that. Yeah. Right as he died, like you've been you had that in the bag? Yeah, you was that's what for you that? wanted to do. Yeah, that's crazy. That's man. what you wanted to do. But or post, you know, trouble rapper dies and then next to uh Prince Prince Philip, I think they died. Yeah, and I don't yeah, even yeah, know yeah, who else died besides okay, yeah, next okay. to my you know, in my I, opinion, I'm not. That's not the guy. I'm that's not the guy comparable. I was looking for neither. No, no, you know no, what I'm saying? Dude, you know, man. royalty dies mm-hmm. and we mourn. Troubled rapper, like really? How yep. about you know American uh, American Music Award winning? How about mm-hmm. platinum selling? How about how about those things? Breaking record, record breaking. Yeah. How, yeah. How, about, how about that? Great dad. How, how about, about the, we use those? Yeah. How about, how about we the use father of seventeen? Of like, how about we use some of those things? To describe someone, and that's the thing that we talk about when we talk about legacy, especially when we talk about our culture. Mm-hmm. And when I say our culture, not just black culture, but hip-hop culture, which was created by blacks and Latinos. So it's our culture. So we allow people to talk about our culture, use our culture first and fucking foremost for everything, and then shit on our culture when they feel it necessary. Right. And that's just not what we're doing now. A, a bunch of other artists came out. A bunch of other people came out. And said that it was unacceptable because it is. Because in death, we need to have some type of protocol in class. Yeah. You know, he may not have belonged to the masses. He belonged to us. That's real. And in belonging to us, when you pass and when you die, no nobody gets to talk shit about you. Yeah. Give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what you did in this life. You ain't got your life no more. Right. That's so you understand weak. Understand what I'm saying? That's weak though. If if a person wouldn't even say that to a person's face while they're alive, or if they wouldn't even say it while they was why even speak on the dead? Like, like that's I don't know. That's that's something that's cowardly. I'll look at that. You know, especially the day that he died. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. I mean, you be couldn't a, wait two, three weeks to do your expose. I'm saying, there's going to be a lot of stories coming out, right? You know what I'm saying? And if you saw the drink trap she did like a month ago, uh, it it was kind of telling. It's funny how these things work out. But anyway, they were bringing up, they were calling people Steve Rifkin and some other folks, and you know, talking, you know, talking fine of the times. Uh, before and he couldn't even speak his stuff now. Imagine what's gonna come out now that he's now that he's passed. Right, you know what I'm saying. So whatever way you guys want to do the documentary, because I'm telling you, he's documentary worthy. He's movie worthy. That whole mm. the way they did Pac, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that's like you can do the same thing with DMX, like a, a bunch of different points in his life, and still get your hour and a half worth of good content out. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying. So find and, your and, way into and that. And I think somebody, bit. and I think somebody will, yeah. because again, he was a whole human being, mm. and anybody who's a whole human being, they got their, they have their good. They got their ups and they downs. They got their ugly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They and they got they they bad. So you have to take all of that into consideration in being a person. One of the things that I loved about DMX is that he never sugarcoated that shit. Nah. Look, man, I'm all of this. I'm all of these mm-hmm. things because we all are all of these things. And I know in this day and age, in, in social media and cancel culture, we don't like to look at a whole person. And see the good in, in people. Mm-hmm. We just like to throw people away. But I refuse to do that. There were certain things about this man's music and, and legacy and influence changed my life personally. Thanks. 
So if he he had an effect on me, and then that's another thing that we got to kind of get into, and I, I would love to hear y'all thoughts on it. I know the popular thing to do is when someone dies, the first thing somebody said, but y'all didn't appreciate him when he was alive. See, when he was alive, yeah. y'all didn't say, mm-hmm. you know, you didn't play his music when he was alive, which I think in this particular case was bullshit. Yeah, facts. But what do you think about that when people kind of say that or, or they bring that point up no matter when somebody dies or no matter who dies, they always say, they said it with Nip. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? They said, you know, they're going to say it with everybody. But you know what? I think the basic the basic thought of it is true. You know what I'm saying? If you, all of a sudden you're a fan after his past, you definitely missed the mark. Even if that was just awareness that you needed to hear his music, understand his music or a person's music, I get that. But I think the... The, con- the unintended consequences of it all is the fact that we do so much giving the flowers while they're here now. You know right. what I'm saying? In a lot of different situations. Because right. it is a terrible feeling. Like, even with, and I'm going to say Nip as well, because when Nip passed, a few people asked me about um, if he's this pop- popular, how come I didn't know anything about it? You know, of Caucasian descent. I'm like, man, you know how deep in the game you got to understand and know where Nip is at? Like, you, right. you got to be on your frequency. You know what I'm saying? And to see the outpour kind of shocked him. Same thing with DMX. Yeah, we he had one real issue, really. One, he wasn't bad business, talented as all shit, interesting as all fuck, smart as all shit, but this one thing carried him, and that's the one thing you latch on. I think in this case particularly, I think we did a great job honoring him while he was here, looking out for him the best we could, yeah. keeping on, especially with that drink chat. The drink chat couldn't have been tied, uh, timed any better because right. it felt like, because even in that interview, he said, if I were to die tomorrow, I had a good, life. good life. You know what I'm saying? So I had a good that life. even moment kind of made this even f- feel a different way. Because right. he had a, he had a certain piece about it that if you saw the interview, you get a certain piece about it. Right. So when it happens, it's like, yeah. But man, didn't he have a run, though? Absolutely. So what do you think, Jaffe, about um, just in general, when someone of prominence dies, the first thing we want to say is we didn't appreciate them or you didn't give them their flowers while they were alive? Okay. I'll say this right here. It's always going to be, as much as positive you got, you're going to always have that negative person. You know, like, so the thing that I grasp, okay, from that, the time that I can spend with that person or those people mm-hmm. or attention I gave those people. Now, I understand that time is a very, very valuable thing. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. So the thing is, is, is to a point to where what I learned from that drink champs and what I've learned from DMX Really, it's kind of like he taught, it's still cool to pray. You see what I'm saying? I always keep God in your life all the time. What I learned from that drink champs is how he kept his composure. And whatever question that he, he, he basically said, hey, Nori, just go. I can, I'm fully comfortable with answering any question that you're willing to throw at me. And he was comfortable in his own skin. You and see that's what I'm for saying? sure. That's real. And he was... What I got from that also is the wisdom that he constantly spits. He spit it on every album, but it's like every time, you know, like I don't look at what a person actually, the bad stuff that they do because me personally, without good, that won't be bad. You know yeah. what I'm trying yeah. to say with that? Oh, it's balanced. Yeah. yeah. So, it's balanced. Like I said, he's a complete human being. So that, be, so that you brought up a great point that I want to pose to both of you and I'll kind of kick it back to you, HT. Um, how do we, because we are a, a media platform within mm-hmm. ourselves, sure. right? 
So we have the the honor and privilege of being able to control our own narratives. Yeah. And that's kind of what this show was created for. We mm-hmm. don't want other people telling our stories. We want to tell them ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We want to, we decide who our legends are. We decide who our community honors and, and looks up to and why. Absolutely. How do we do a better job at protecting our legacies from uh, or or the people whom we deem mm-hmm. worthy of legacy? How do we protect those through platforms like this? What What are some of the things that you think or rules we can put in place that could help us protect, you know, so certain stories don't come sure. out? Certain shit doesn't happen, especially when the family is still trying to. Mm-hmm. Because at one point in time, he was on life support. Yeah. And they had already announced right. him dead yeah, right, type shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. what can we do to better protect you know, our artists' legacies so, and the folks' legacies. So with in the information age, I don't think this is a 100% doable thing, right? Okay. Because there's always going to be somebody, any great success is going to be somebody who missed the boat that's going to try to catch the boat now. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So I don't think, you know, given that little, er- that that margin of error, I think one of the things we do is, and I think that's one of the things that's happened due to mental health awareness, all that, mm-hmm. is speak openly about your story, about what you've gone through. Right. You know what I'm saying? At least get it out there. Right. Because even if you're not, a lot of people don't want everybody to know that. But if you personally, like say you set up a camera, whatever you want to do, and just talk to it or write it down, whatever, at least there is documentation somewhere, somehow, of you saying what happened. Right. Anybody get can your say, story get, out there. Right. Okay. Anybody can say anything else they want to. And if you're truthful in this, the other caveats to the story will not matter as much. Right. Now, if you if you try to like, get get out in front of it, if you will, and start spinning a bunch of lies, then that gives people creative authority authority to say, "Hey, no, this will really happen." Right. Speak your truth. Find a way. I, I don't want to say so concrete. Be this way, but please try to find a way to come at peace. Whatever decision you make, because it's over with. And just because you made that decision doesn't mean you have to keep making that decision. Or right. if that decision put you here, then what did you learn? Because as we know, you're talking about protecting legacy. If I know for a fact you did this and it turned out this way, I might not want to go that road. Right. So if you stop one person from going down that road, you've 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 touched, you've inspired, you've you've done you've done something on this earth. Right. So with that, just move forward. Okay. What do you Me think, Jaffe? What what can we do to better protect our our legends' legacy from a media standpoint, from a black media standpoint? Okay. Now I'm gonna open up a, a can of worms with this. All right. Now it was we had a subject. Now us three, three the hard way. We had a subject. We usually have meetings, but we had a subject. Okay, and it was about a couple. All right, and this couple, black prominent couple. Uh, they was having, uh, they was getting some allegations, okay, of, of, you know, what was going on and uh, sexual allegations. But okay. what I'm trying to get at this is, we all three of us we wrestled back and forth at it, but we wrestled back and forth at it because, okay, nothing with the legacy, only good stuff goes into the legacy, okay. So regardless of like, okay, let's go with Bill Cosby, let's go with Ti and Tiny, let's go with. Um, Beyonce, let's go with DMX, let's go with Kobe, let's go with anybody, you see what I'm saying, who has actually a legacy. Us as a black media company needs to speak only great, only good of that, regardless of, okay, like. So, okay, so pushback, is that fair? Because some people will say, 
we're not being balanced that's if we don't speak on the... That's where I'm at. The, well, what do you think about that? I think they're like, okay, saying for instance, when instead of me saying, okay, DMX had an overdose, how about DMX had a heart attack? You see oh, what I'm so saying? And, the end result, okay, and I get that. You get what I'm saying? So I get you. I get instead you. of speaking negatively and then having to where like drama is the best content, don't get me wrong, and it, it gets a lot of clicks. It does. Yep. But a lot of times... We don't want to get to a point to where we all on the same team. I'll put it like that, even though we on different teams. So let me ask you. So I can't punch you in the nuts. You see what I'm saying? I'm so, a, I just so, want to go what to your point real quick, though. Okay. Like, it's it's one of those things you say about balance. Okay. And it's, that just made me think, to protect the le- legacy, just be damn sure that you are authorized to speak your part of whatever the legacy is. I'll give you that. You know what I'm saying? You, I give you that. If you was in the room, it was this, that, and the other. Okay, what's up? Right. If you wasn't there, shut up. Right. Mm-hmm. Or uh, how about I'll give two things. Uh, let's find out what all the facts are. That's what. Yeah. Let's let's first when when anything happens, let's find out what all the facts are. Yeah, yeah. And then second, let's be re- respectful in reporting those facts. Mm-hmm. Facts. 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 Those are two things that that I think. That don't happen enough, especially in this new era with all these podcasts popping up and all these people wanting to get clickbait. Sure, and be the first. The, the, right, and be the first. So the negativity is, of course, what you're going to gravitate to because, again, if we are able to smear someone's name, then our platform gets a, a big boost mm. because everybody's coming and saying that this person said this you know, negatively about this, you know, this, this very prominent person. Yeah. But if we take our time, if we take our time and we say, look, we're going we're gonna to find out what happened, all the facts and figures as much as we can, and in reporting those facts, we're going we're gonna to show some level of dignity and respect and a little class, yeah. I think we'll be a lot better. But we'll, we'll continue to talk about this. We're going to take a quick break. My next three songs are coming up, so oh, please man. take a listen to them. <laughs> These are my three for DMX. So this is what we're doing. We'll be back in a second. It's like shit. Yeah. It's like shit is like, it's like, bump the fuck out. For real. See, to live, to suffer, to survive, bro, that's to find meaning in the suffering. Yo, I'm slipping. I can't get up. Yo, I'm slipping. I can't get up. Yo, I'm slipping. I got to get up. Different faces, like mazes, to find my way. And now I know that happy days are not far away. If I'm strong enough, I live long enough to see my kids. Doing something more constructive with the time than big. I know because I've been there, now I'm in there. Sit back and look at what it took for me to get there. First came the bullshit, the drama with my mama. She got on some fly shit, so I split and said that I'ma be that seed that doesn't need much to succeed. Strapped with mad greed, a heart that doesn't bleed. I'm ready for the world, or at least I thought I was. Bagging niggas when I caught a bus. I was thinking about how short I was. Going too fast, it wouldn't last, but yo, I couldn't tell. Group home. 
closing institutions, prepare my ass to jail. They put me in the situation, forcing me to be a man. When I was just learning to stand without a helping hand. Damn, was it my fault for something I did? To make a father leave his first kid at seven, doing my first thing. Back on the scene at 14, broke a scheme to get more green than I'd ever seen in the dream. And by all means, I will be living high off the hog. And I never gave a fuck about much but my dog. That's the only motherfucker I'd head off in my last. Just another little nigga.
dessert. What? Got me like, everybody wants to hurt. What? Paranoid. If I strike out at whatever, approach uh. the state permits, don't get it, but never. Uh. Will I, can I think death is wrong? So I'ma keep holding on to what's left is gone. You can put that on, my nigga boom. These other rap cats will give a nigga room. But if it costs for me to force my way in the door, head uh. hunting motherfuckers, stay on the floor. Fall, uh. fall, is what I get sick with.
tell you rap niggas, I have no friends. You still acting up. Running around here like some brand new pussy. That's about to get fucked. The game don't stop. I'm still getting down for whatever, whenever. That's why my shit is hot. Can't keep it real. Now, some of us do, but most of us don't. That's just how a nigga feel. I shed blood for my people that'll keep you looking see-through. If ever you try to creep through, be Check us out on our website, what we doing sd.com. The IG eventually. Uh, yeah. we as always we hear from five to seven on oh, my city, my music. We talking DMX and Legacy. Them last three songs. I'm telling you, when you say you go platinum, you go five albums platinum in the span of two, three years, you see you hear it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the first first song, like I told you, one of one of special song to me, mm-hmm. Slipping is incredible. It's my favorite DMX song of all time. Uh the last song that you just heard, what's my? I don't give a damn what you doing in the gym. That that weight's going up. I heard that when that shit's going on. That, that shit's in your ear. That weight's going up, man. That that got me through a couple of deployments when I was in the military. Got me through a couple of uh, uh, tough workouts when I was in high school and, and lifting and whatnot. Um, DMX is just 
motivational as fuck. Yeah, like it's like somebody yelling in your ear yeah, to get your shit yeah. together. Um, type thing, man. He just the energy, man. The energy, the energy, hey, the energy that he time. brought was just incredible. And that's, so that's we, great we, headphone music. Great, oh, headphone great, great music. headphone. You music. know, and that's and we talking DMX and legacy, man. Like you said before, we go to the break. The the one journalist, if you want to use that word, that was talking about it. Well, journalist, you had the 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 Post, the, the New York Post, Post, Post and yeah. the New York Times. Yeah. Fuck you both. Yeah. Um, that has something crazy to say and crazy to post. Yeah. When it came to you Sorry, know what I'm saying? <laughs> when it came to DMX and his legacy and mm-hmm. what's going on and 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 being to me disrespectful yeah, while his true. family is trying to mourn that's and true. as a hip hop community and as as people who are in the media, black media, small media like ourselves, sure, sure. Um, we got to call that bullshit out. And the reason why we got to call that bullshit out is because if we don't set and change the narratives, then other people will always define those narratives for us. Yeah, that's And they'll tell us who we should celebrate and who we shouldn't. Mm-hmm. They'll tell us who was special to us and who wasn't special to us. So one thing that irks my soul and has been irking my soul is being on social media and seeing people uh, you know, disrespect, mm-hmm. violate, if you will, you know, the 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 legacy of DMX and saying dumb shit like well, you didn't know him, neither did you. I, really? So why what gives you the right to say something negative at this time? Or yeah, whether I knew him or not, his music, his influence, his art right. did what it was supposed to do because it changed me. Right. So if it changes someone, if your voice, if your podcast, if your art, if your rap, if your song, if your whatever changes the people that it's meant to change, which is your audience or your customer base or whoever you're doing that for, then you've done your job. Your job as an artist is to move the culture forward and to start conversations and to to bring a change in culture. Right. He did that. So he did his job on this earth. As 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 an, as an artist. Now mm-hmm. we're not talking about the man. We're not talking about the father. Because again, I didn't know him in those aspects. Right, I know he right. had seventeen kids. I know he had a wife, mm-hmm. Trish. I don't. I didn't know him. I didn't get to see him every day in those aspects. Right. But what I did get to experience is was was the music, and what he experienced, and what he put in those experiences in the music. I got I got to see the acting. Right. And what he put into the acting. I got to see the interviews and what he said about himself and what he said about other artists and the people that he helped. And the things that other artists and other people have said about him. Um, if you get the opportunity, go on uh, IG and check out Swiss Beats, Swiss Beats uh, IG page. Man, he had a beautiful seven-minute post about DMX, yeah. um, about him being his brother, about the conversations that they had while they was riding around and some things that we may not have known about the brother. But at this time, I just think it's in poor taste to criticize or to come at a person when they're not here to defend themselves, A. When B, other people are hurting and other people have right. a stake in his in his legacy and they feel it. You don't have to feel it. You right. don't have to you don't have to like my grandfather. I like my grandfather. You know what I'm saying? So right, right. for you to go come up and say, well, your vampire didn't do shit. Maybe okay, for that, you he did just but he changed my life. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's one of those things and I don't get what people get out of Me neither. What, what do you at. get out of this? That's where I'm, I'm at. I'm gonna go with this one, man. You had a real good point, all right? You said it that uh, it's in poor taste to do that while people are dead, all right? But me, in general, even if the person was alive, it's poor. It's a, it's a 
poor, piss poor choice of words. That's how I put it. If they're alive, let alone them be dead. All right. Now, two, what kills me about certain people is they are holier than thou, and they act yeah, like they ain't never seen a bottom of the bottle. Like if y'all paid attention last last weekend, hey, I showed you the bottom. Some of us we can we can go from the bottom to the top. It's called the balance of life. It's also called elevated. Just, just like uh, just like uh, DMX. That's what I liked about him. He showed his bottom and the top. But what's so sad about this is people talk like they holier than thou, like they ain't never sinned before, like he ain't never done no drugs before. Like you said, like they ain't never touched hell. Right. Like they in ain't never touched hell that, before. In some kind of way. So yeah. even if it, okay, if drugs wasn't your thing, even if you had baby daddy drama, or maybe you had, you know, whatever. Self-esteem issues. Man, yeah. The thing is. You were abused as a child. You you were an alcoholic. You knew an alcoholic. Like, right. it's, it's too much shit. It's too much negativity out here to constantly keep going in with negative stuff. Yeah. To me, if a person's positive or they good outweighs they bad, I won't speak of bad shit. Because everybody has that bad thing. But the legacy is what you contribute to the game. That's good. Right. And to me. DMX has contributed very many things. Every album, you know what I'm saying, he's contributed and contributed and contributed. With this uh, Drink Champs, that was so much gold, you know what I'm saying, if you just sit there and just listen to his wisdom. So to me, just like he was saying, your, your, your father, your grandpa, just like mine. Dude, you can't tell you can't tell me shit about this person because he's right. instilled so many good things. To the, he brought right. so much good things to the game. All that extra shit make me look at you, who's brought that negative shit. You see, see what I'm but saying? see, my too. thing about and you, I know you keep going about the, you know, stay on the good side. I'm like, say whatever you want to say, but make sure you can be the one to say it. That's my whole thing. Like if we, like you say, in the aspect that we knew DMX, the way his music affected us, ways we use some of his life as an example, if not all of it. You know what I'm saying? You can't take that from me just because you say something negative. Like, why are you telling me this? Right. You know what I'm saying? What do you get out of this? Not in just like a... Why is that the first thing you went to? In general. Why is that the first thing you went general, to? In general, we need to figure out when someone dies, why in your brain is it to... Oh, but I'm gonna tell the truth about you. Like, like people you, don't know. You ain't had a boss. On. You did not have the boss to tell the truth when he was alive. Damn sure don't say it. When but he what did. do you have to gain from this? You right. know what I'm saying? Click, like, clickbait. Some people like you oh, know yeah. like likes. We, 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 live in, we live in the clout. You know, we live in the clout okay. for uh the clout era to where you know negativity kind of drives the needle more than positive does. And I get and I understand it and yeah. I get it. But what you Whomever it is, here's your here's the message. Here's your sign. You gotta realize that the energy that you putting out. That's what I'm saying. What shit I'm coming see, back. This this is what I was. That shit is coming back. Like like shout out to Derrick John. Like you, you the energy Man, you put facts. out. That's a whole other thing. The there. energy you put out. That shit is coming back. Mm. So if you want to put out negative energy about someone while they're not here, while they're dead, while they while we're celebrating their legacy. And you want to be the one to say, but but you know he did this, or you know he did that. Then you do realize that that energy is coming back to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just 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 to your point, even if you want to speak on it and say, "Yo, this is facts." Okay, just remember, we're gonna tell the truth about you too. That, yeah. That's that, that's and what's I, gonna come down I, to and it. I, and I and I'm guessing you ain't gonna have 
Six or seven number one albums behind oh, your man, truth. For real, I'm you, guessing you're not, not gonna, gonna have four or five number one movies behind your I truth. I know you. If you dump, you know what I'm saying. If you dump pig blood on you right now, you're going to an insane asylum. I'll tell you that. Yeah, you're not going platinum. Ball. You're not going platinum. You, <laughs> you feel know what I'm saying? saying? I so that. I'm, I'm guessing you're not gonna have the attributes and the and the and the legacy of a person that's actually out here doing shit. Yeah. To have like, another answer to your question, man, is sometimes, man, with if you're nice, well, not nah, I'm gonna say nice. To be kind to people is a certain type of strength. It's Absolutely. a virtue. Yeah, Absolutely. Man, All right? that's Absolutely. real. So, a lot of times it's easy. Like I'm gonna say, it's easy to be mean. It's easy to spew hate. You don't have to have no discipline or no structure to have that. Ooh, I like. See that. where I'm going? No structure, no discipline to hate. So none. If a person like that would say, okay, they would say something like that while they're alive, let alone they're dead. I'm looking at it like that. Like they thought process, they don't have any structure or any discipline to put that stuff out of there. And even knowing. to your point, like even to your point, it's one thing to say. You just say it, okay? Things you say things. To type it though, come on, man. You Not just to type it. Folks, folks, folks created entire posts. Now you you looking down your timeline, because mm-hmm. of course, it happened on what, Friday or Saturday? Friday, yeah. See, cause they the news has been out there seems like right. for a so week it's now. like Friday or Saturday yeah, it happens. Yeah. I'm looking down my timeline. I'm seeing all this this positivity, man. Gonna miss gonna miss the dog, man. His legacy. Mm-hmm. People people posting old concert footage. People posting pictures. People posting just just a bunch of love. And then you you just see those one or two. Yep. What the fuck is wrong with everybody? You was a drug addict. Why would I post him? Why? Why am I, why am I reading your post? And why? Other, I would tell you would have been Block. a real, I, would, I would tell you it'd been a real DMX move, right? If you just started whatever your platform is, right, and said, you know, DMX lost a bunch of houses, and here's why. And then when you click on his all his attributes, all everything he did, how much you felt about it, and you read the whole thing, and at the end it goes, what the fuck you think this was, man? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you went in negative, but you can't, you got to all this positivity. That's exactly what you got with DMX. You thought you were getting something negative, but when you really look at it, the trials and tribulations, the successes, the failures, you're looking at a real positive person in a lot of different ways. And that's his legacy. Yep. His le- his legacy is the fact that someone that was as unperfect as him, mm-hmm. someone who himself may have thought that he was unworthy of the success that was that was kind of placed upon him, mm-hmm. feel like it was will, able to be who he was to people. Because again, sometimes God doesn't call on the he doesn't call on the qualified. He he, he calls on the he calls on the ones who, who go through the trials and tribulations because yes, who's sir. better. Who better to to give his message than someone who can actually speak to mm-hmm. the negativity and the and the downtrods of life, like just right, the shit man. that you go through in life. Yeah. Some yeah, people man. go through abuse in life and overcome it. Yeah. Some people go through poverty in life and overcome it. That's the attraction to the story. That's though. the that's that's yeah, the yeah, whole come story. Of it. That's yeah. the attraction it to is, it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, wh- how far did you have to dig deep as a person? And we, it, I know we talking about DMX, and you know, like you say, he had the world on his shoulder. I'm talking about. How did you dig deep when you didn't have the DMX resources? You didn't have the world looking out for your best interests. And if you can come out of that with a a positive attitude and you can be empathetic to your fellow man, you understand what is going, that person can come out of it, then that's what we're talking about. Yeah. That's the the most DMX. Right. If he made somebody better, his life is not in vain. Come on, man. You know, did you you make somebody's life better by them knowing you? I look at him, man. It's kind of like 
just like he was saying, biblical people. All right, you got like okay, Man. Noah was a drunk. You got Jacob, you got, okay, David, you got different people, man, who we look... And that's what's, to your point, Job, that's what's crazy. Every story that you name, all of them was like mainstays in the Bible. Mm -hmm. But the instant we talk about a real human being with problems, oh, he had problems. Yeah. Now y'all look at these folks with the Bible have? DMX is one of them people, man. Like earlier I was saying he's an artist. DMX, Noah, and all of those people are the prime example of don't judge a book by its cover. It's very many pages in that book. You see what I'm saying? It could have been the best book you you read in your life. But if you just look at it, oh well, he just the average. No, uh uh. Dig deep. Get to know where this person is understanding his mind, his process is. And then, okay, then you can pass your judgment if you feel you need to judge people. And don't judge me by the worst day of my life or the worst quality Look, that I have. Like, you can judge me by whatever you want. That. Just judge me. You can judge me by whatever you want. Just know if you go by the worst day, you're missing the whole thing. You right. know what I'm saying? If that's what you want out of it, cool. Guess what? I gave you something on my way out. You know, but just know it's more to it than that. Right. Well, I'm going to say this again. As long as... In a man's life, a woman's life, anybody's life, we all going to make mistakes. And as long as what you contribute and as long as your good outweighs your bad, and as long as, like Sam, for instance, if people were to look up to you, as long as you can try to really lead them the right way as possible, you can't go wrong out here, y'all. I got a you quick know? question mm-hmm. before we go to break. And I'm, I'm, I've been thinking about this, but I've been brain farting. Did we get a DMX book? I don't think we did. I don't think we did. And I, I don't say think we did. Hold on. Howard book. book. Yeah, I don't like. I, I, I'm saying that to bring up. If you ever read Bobby Brown's book, it's one of the most fascinating books you can ever read. Okay, he did. Well, the the bio, the autobiography of DMX Earl E dot A dot R dot L autobiography of DMX paperback. Um, but going? it was 2003, so no, we didn't. Oh, okay, so no, that no, ain't no, that no, ain't that, that ain't it. Okay, that so that that's it. okay. That still that still gives my my point. Yeah, everything is like even with the drink champs. We still talking about what he could remember on the spot, right? right? To sit down and maybe have talked to him and gotten details similar to the Bobby Brown book. I think that we could have really had a treasure. Mm-hmm. Even with the book, excuse me, even with the Bobby Brown thing, the movie. Even though it was a good movie on BET, they did a mm-hmm. great job. But right. I'm telling you, they hit about four points in that book. You know what I'm saying? Like they picked some of the highlights, and it was just so much more to it. I just really feel that if we could have got a DMX book, and I feel like that's where it was. It was tent going. Of course, you know what I, th- I'm I think we're definitely gonna get a movie, a miniseries. Something. Sure, sure. We got to. We are. Uh, we're so, old. So then. much time though. In a book, you can really get in there. Yeah, you know, you're right. You know, the you're right. movie you can get a miniseries, you get in there, and you still that book will get you deep into it because because. Just in us talking about it for an hour and some change, mm-hmm. the complexities of everything That's that he was. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying. From 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 saying. Reverend the Stick Up Kid, like yeah, it's, from Reverend it's the crazy. Stick Up Kid. Hey, that's a great breakup. From Reverend the Stick Up Kid, you know what I'm saying? Like he to multi platinum artist to multi platinum artist with to, your presence, man. Yeah. No, nah, we appre- we appreciate your your work, your life, mm-hmm. your legacy, everything you left us, everything you gave us. We definitely gonna. Just like we do with, with Nip and we you know, the marathon continues, we definitely gonna continue to, to rep your legacy here and what we doing, man, because again, it it was it's the reason why we're here. 
For real. Straight These up. three songs that's coming up is the Jaffe three songs. So here we go. Hey, so it's, again, this is what we're doing. Check us out all over the place. Five to seven might see my music. Check us out. What we're doing at SEL.com. We're talking DMX and Legacy. We'll be right back. No them, them a tata, man a shata, and I got a lot of power well Just them if I go on, my rapper like star, make them a get flatter Say this uh-huh. are the sweetest time, no punk get murder I only just pick up the DMX and the idol, enjoy the killing time Shot at a damn paper, Mr. Clever, I'm a clock it's a good dog for me go Come to you hungry and tired. You give me food, let me sleep. I come to you weak. You give me strength, and that's deep. You call me a sheep and lead me to green pastures 
Only asking that I keep the focus in between the chapters. You give me the word and only ask that I interpret and give me the eyes that I may recognize a serpent. You know I ain't perfect, but you'd like me to try. Unlike the devil who just wants me to lie till I die. Lord, why is it that I go through so much pain? All I saw was black. All I felt was rain. I come to you because it's you who knows. Show me that everything was black because my eyes were closed. You gave me the light and let me bask in your glory. So it was only right that when you asked for this story, I put it together to do our dog some good. Our dogs being brothers and sisters in the hood. Plenty of times you sent help my way, but I hid. And I remember once you held me close, but I slid. There was something that I just had to see, that you wanted me to see so I could be what you wanted me to be. And I think I've seen it, because I don't feel the same. Matter of fact, I know I've seen it. I can feel the change. And it's strange. I almost got me beating down your door. But I've never known love like this before. It's a wonderful feeling to get away from the pain. And up under the ceiling, I get away from the rain. And the strain that I feel when I'm here is gone. I know real, so I wipe away the tear song. And I almost lost faith when you took my man. Monty, Paso, and Dre's brother dad. And I fear that what I'm saying won't be heard until I'm gone. But it's all good because I really didn't expect to live long. So if it takes for me to suffer, for my brother to see the light, give me pain till I die. But please, Lord, treat him right. Business, 
it too. When you see me spit it too, you know I'm trying to get rid of you. Yeah, I know it's pitiful. That's how niggas get that. Watch my niggas spit round. They got niggas kiss round. Just for talking shit, clowns. Oh, you think it's funny? Then you don't know me, money. It's about to get ugly. Fuck it, dog. I'm hungry. I guess you know what that means. Come up off that green. Five niggas on my team. Don't make it a murder scene. Give a dog a bone. Leave a dog alone. Let a dog roam and he'll find his way home. Joffrey, dude, I ain't gonna lie. Them last three songs, that just wraps up like everything we've been talking about this man's diversity, bro. Yeah, man. That's why well, I say that that first one, uh, high energy. Yeah, that's I dig my that. favorite reggae song of all time. Like that, what Belly like says is one of my top five moves of all time. But when I heard that song, I wasn't huge in the reggae because it's not a big scene here in St. Louis. But when I heard that song, I was like, man, what the fuck is th- this shit go? Or and you see them like uh, on the movie they had oh, like the, when they the, went the, to Jamaica with eh? the lighters and the damn spray can and shit they was had a little flame and I was like oh shit that Jamaica was, gigs yeah. yeah so that was that was called Top Shotter okay it, that was, had some rough parts in that song though boss yes it yeah. did. <laughs> uh that was called Top Shotter by um, DMX and Mr Vegas and the yeah. second one was Prayer and I think that was probably the first one yo that was the, that was the second one I'm gonna tell you this. The rhythm he caught at the end of that prayer, he mm-hmm. almost started a whole new song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the word, I mean, the words are powerful. Yeah. Powerful, powerful words. And that's just, so that leads me to to the question. Um, mm-hmm. What When you think of DMX, what would be your legacy for him, for you? A pure artist. And a perfect man, a pure artist. Because two things. You can say what you want to about anything he did. It's almost too to apocalypse, if you will, mm-hmm. because this is what I say about pop. You can say what you want to, and if you didn't live through it, you probably don't get it. But if you understand the man, you understand how everything leads back to Pac, right? Mm-hmm. The way he lived is like his example. If Pac, in that regard, mind you, in just this regard, lifestyle, being an artist, the the in the booth, out the booth, coming mm-hmm. together, all this type of stuff. Where you rank how much you feel not what I'm talking about. Right. The person right next to that that has that blueprint pretty much nailed down 
and we got similar results as far as artistry, it's DMX. That's okay. the only pop comparison to me. Because we're talking about having the world in your hand, dealing with a bunch of negativity, as, as Javi says, but having it all play out in front of everybody's eyes man, and man. have to deal with that and still be the man you want to be because of your upbringing. You know, we got these stories about DMX's mother lived, uh, keeping him in the room for days and how he did with school. To come out of all of that, it's just a sign of example. And, like I said, and, and rap, when rap was really... Changing hands, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. DMX did his thing, but after that, that's when we got the 911, the streaming, and like it, 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 it moved the ringtone rap. You know what I'm saying? That's still that's early 2000. All that DMX still going strong. We talking about he doesn't and one really thing fall I was, off to what? Shit, first five? Oh, oh seven, oh eight, maybe, maybe. maybe. But, and what's crazy about that? What you said? What I was going to add is. He wasn't afraid to criticize. Right. Like, he wasn't afraid to say, I don't like it. Like, if they asked him directly, mm-hmm. I don't like this. I don't like this type of music. It's not my type of music. Like, he said a couple of things. Drake may have t- took an offense to yeah. it. But he, I appreciate people that are not afraid to give honest critique, mm-hmm. um, even if that critique is harsh, as long as it's on the thing that you're critiquing. I'm an artist. I am critiquing another artist. At the time. I can do that. At the time, Drake. He was seeing success. Don't get me wrong, but he yeah. still wasn't at DMX level. Now right. Drake is there down as far as yeah. uh, and, sales and, and all that. Yeah, all yeah, that, all yeah. that. But at the time of that interview, Drake wasn't that dude like that. So it was uh, you talking about a guy who went platinum five, five chips out. He definitely has the right to tell Drake what he don't like and don't do like. Yeah, for you sure. Know, you know what I got out of that man? What I got from his legacy? Resilience. Mm. Resilience. Yeah. Like okay, yeah. even back then, okay, when he was hit after hit after hit after hit. Mm-hmm. All right, and. He kept God in his life back then, but, you know, back in, you know, he showed me that we all fall short before the eyes of the man upstairs yeah. or the lady upstairs. So what he did, man, what I, we seen is kind of like we seen him fall short, but we seen him kept, he kept getting up. You see yeah. what I'm saying? And I mean, even to your resilience, you ever seen that video of him getting arrested in Arizona? Where he was just the only person in the whole precinct. He's like, look at this. They they know what they're doing. Like, they, well, I'm the only person here. Like the whole ain't nobody else doing crimes in Arizona but me. That, that type of stuff. So it, to make it through all that, that's enough to break most people. Right. One of those episodes is like that. He used to have them all the time. And what I really kind of seen from uh, Drink Tramps is kind of like the main thing I got from them is he was happy. It doesn't matter. If, like he said, yeah. the last day. So what? What regardless of. Whatever happened in the past, it happened in the past. He was still happy and still resilient to the day that he died. That's facts. So I got a, I got a real quick one. Just give me one of the, give me one of your most entertaining stories that you heard about DMX. Because we didn't know him like that. A lot of people talk. Give me one story that you heard of like this dude here, man. I, the story when the I don't know how if it's true. Mm. Sure. But they said he stole a um a airport, one of those airport mm-hmm. carts. Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> yeah. Sw- Swiss Beast told the story that he's oh, told one of them, he told one of them airport cart, one of them airport carts, and he was driving them around the airport, and they was chasing them. That's funny as hell. I'm gonna tell you. The no, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, the one where he he uh acted like he was a federal agent. Yeah, the one he said <laughs> that was wild. Hey. You know what I'm saying? And you know what I liked? Even in that story, he was like, "I don't always make the best decisions." <laughs> Facts. That's what I like <laughs> about DMX. That's real. That's real. That's funny. One uh, of my, one of my favorite stories 
and I heard that this was before Facebook was really going. It's, I guess one of the blog sites. So I don't know how true this is, but he had rounded up like 10, 15 girls after a show. You know what I'm saying? They, they all getting backstage passes. They thinking, hey, we finna kick it with DMX and they ain't gonna make it. He said, set them all. He had a joint room. One room was his room. You know, he did his thing. The next one, he set them all down and read them, read them a prayer in the Bible for about two hours. Wow. And then send them on their way. Wow. <laughs> hey, That's crazy. You know, yeah, I, I can't. Crazy. I, I can put it like this, y'all. Him now, I heard some, some wild stories about him. Okay, now my mine was okay, same shit. When uh the impersonation thing. But his good outweighed his bad so much that Give me a story, I, bro. I couldn't, like, you already gave that one. Give us a story. What give me if the, I that one I couldn't. I all I did was look at his his it, good. And if his bad would have started outweighing his good, then I would have paid attention to the bad. So another you, story. So another you, story is the one on Drink Champs. When he stole Young Bird's first girl. Oh, dog, that was wild. Bird said, "I got her all the way to the door, like to the door. She's in the door. He sticks his head out. I was like, "Yo, shorty, come here." He said, "I think you left your left your person here. I think you left your person here." And that was it. Man, man, the look on Bird's face when he told me, like, mm, he got me. He said, he got me. When he was like, uh, he should have kept it real with niggas. I didn't know that. I wouldn't have did it if I'd known he was a right. No, if it was Bird, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Man, X was a was a character. So the 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 legacy part that kind of sticks with me, and it may be, man, it may be saying a lot, but the realest, yeah, the like realest, right. yeah. the realest. And yeah. what I mean by the realest, you saw him vulnerable. Yeah, mm-hmm. you saw him tough. Yep, you saw him wrong. Mm-hmm. You saw him right. Yep, you saw you saw him in every. Aspect that a man should be shown if you're showing the complete man. That's right. You're showing a complete man. You're gonna see. You're not just gonna see them looking glorious all the time, Mm -hmm. looking fly, looking fresh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you're gonna see them go to jail. Like like in like Pac said. Pac said, "I'm so I'm so confident of a man. You can see me rise. You can see me fall. Exactly. See me go to jail. You can see. And I think X was the embodiment of that. I couldn't. Whether he, you know, another great moment." That I, I got to see um, when he met uh, Nip for the first time. Oh, yeah. He met Nip for the first time and he was like joking with Nip's crew. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like him and Snoop Dogg on their verses. That was okay. Like so him the, and Snoop Dogg can on their verses. Time out for that one? Yeah. As fans of both of them, right? And you would think I would have got it immediately. Like Snoop Dogg, DMX. You know, I'm a huge Snoop fan. DMX is my dude. You would think I would saw it at first. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. But once they got the vibe, my like, oh, this is brilliant. Brilliant. This is the brilliant. dogs. You know what I'm saying? And not only that, I didn't know that they were so big fans of each other. That's what I'm talking which about. Which made it super dope. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't know that, you know, DMX knew Snoop songs like that. And, and, and then when they came to on his life, you know right. what I'm saying? And when they came on, he, oh, this is my shit. And he's singing along and dancing. I'm like, whoa, like man. That's a great point. You say dancing that. Some of the things I've seen lately of DMX's life is him dancing everywhere. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Getting his boogie on all kind of spots. You know what I mean? And happy. Happy. You happy. know what I mean? Yeah. I, thing, like, like you say, when you really when you really think about somebody who can really give everything to everyone. Yeah. Who could who could just be like 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 Joffy said, you comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. I'm a man. I laugh. I cry. Mm-hmm. I Damn, joke. Right. Mm-hmm. I check people. Mm-hmm. I get checked. I, I get checked. 
I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'll fight you. That's I'll hurt you. Circle yeah. right there. Or I'll, I'll pray you. for you. Yeah. I'll help you. Whatever the situation calls for. You know for, what I mean? Man. Like, whatever, whatever the situation calls for, whatever I'm feeling at that time, um, he definitely showed that as a man, it's cool to show your emotions. Mm-hmm. Hey, because who was going to sit there and make, they probably would do it now, but at the time, let's put, let's put this social media thing really ripping and roaring like it is now in like 2007, 2008. Like, who was going to make videos of DMX crying? Like, do you want to run into him after that? Right. Like, yeah. honestly, ask uh, after he's question. crying? After no, he's you done. made a whole thing about him crying about whatever reason. Do you want to see him after that? No. No. Especially if you put it out there in that negative light. That I don't we, want none you know, of that smoke. About. If right. that's what you're asking for, do I want to smoke with yeah. DMX? No. I didn't want it while he was alive, and the show don't want it while he did. Yeah, right. So, Man, that, I hope DMX is not hunting y'all. But I love the fact that you got to see it, and you got to see that it was cool. You got to see that it was okay for you to pray. It was okay yeah, for you man. to make mistakes, to say the wrong thing, to continue to evolve and grow as a man. He failed. Because a lot of times, how, how many of our legends, you know, Pac and Big come to mind. Yeah. Hey, hey Nip comes to mind. Uh, even Pimp Easy C. Easy E, Pimp C. Like, we got a bunch of legends that didn't get to come of age, bro. Like, yeah. they didn't get to get, you, we didn't get to see them in that, that middle age, grown ass man yeah. stage. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, yeah. they, they didn't get that. They, they, we lost them before that, that time. So, I really appreciate the fuck out of DMX, man, for just being. Real, bro, like the, the 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 realness of who he was, um, um because again, a lot of rappers aren't. And, a lot, and, a lot of rappers are facade. Scared to. A lot of rappers are are, you know, um, they lying. And, I, I forgot who said. I think it was a, a comedian that said, like, nigga, you 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 mad? You grilling at breakfast? Like, oh yeah, I, 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 yeah. it was like Cat Williams or something been, like oh, that. Cat Williams, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's like these cats got on this persona all the fucking time, and I'm the toughest, roughest. Gangsterest thing in the world, I tell you something, and it's like, happened. bro, you can't like. It's, it's, it's how life works. They got a, they got joint he, on there with his daughter when he's on a roller coaster with his daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another great moment. Like they showing all of these moments of him, and you just like, man, I appreciate the fuck out of him for being generous enough, for being man enough mm-hmm. to show us and and for the world to get to see who he was. Man, I'm a I'm a miss the fuck out of DMS. Yeah. This has been a tough week. I said it when he got thing. sick. I said, man, if I we lose DMX, that that's just not gonna go well. So I've got two questions, real quick. One, how does this change the music scene? I like, think I think that it changes the music scene from the standpoint of I always wondered why people never redid his music. You can't well you can't. I don't believe you can. I think someone will attempt to now. Capture his essence? No. With the like, beats, the... Oh, man. You're talking about Swizz. You're talking yeah. about... Okay, it's, it's, it, it, it'll be tough. It'll be me, tough. Yeah. Hey, but I, but, I, but, but he's just that. one of those artists that has such iconic songs. Yeah. Nobody's ever tried to touch him. Let me interject on that, y'all. Um, now, I don't know if this is true or not. I've been kind of like looking it up and looking it up. But rumor has it that Beyonce and Jay-Z have uh, purchased his uh, catalog for $10 million Damn. and they're actually going to give it back to the children for free. Yeah. I mean, so apparently that's what Rock Nation does. Rock Nation management. So shout they out those to contracts. Them, And what showed me about... Uh, that's big homie shit. What showed me about DMX, man, is it showed me that strong men have big hearts. You see what man, I'm saying? Man, that's facts. That's and facts. 
but strong men actually they fail too. You know, like that's the thing is it's kind of like you keep getting up, and it's like the older he got, the more I think that he started to enjoy life a little more. So that's know? what I'm asking about the music scene. He's supposed to have an album. He was working on Dream Champs. He said he was working on an album. Had a bunch of people coming out. I know they're gonna finish it now. What do, what do think, you do I with that going gonna, forward? What does the scene think, look like? I, I think that we're going to get that album. Mm. I think there's going to be more people that look into his music and start to not necessarily. You can't recreate DMX. No, it's not what I'm saying. Mm. I'm saying that people are going to start to be more influenced by his music because That's unfortunately, what I'm talking about. unfortunately, when you die. That's when you, you become get famous. you become yeah, more famous. famous you become more influ- influential plus as as big of an artist as he was for us he still was slept on in the grand scheme of things sure because he wasn't like some people wouldn't put him in their top 10 and i you, was like you're you, crazy as you, fuck yeah, you, you know. cannot tell like with you're certain crazy artists as fuck. you can tell okay he's from the east coast or he's from the west coast with dmx you could not tell where he was you from you can tell he's from new york but exactly where you didn't know you, you know didn't what I'm know about? Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm he saying? had songs that transcended you know what i'm saying new york city yeah. and transcended like that style because again super duper east coast was super duper east coast the mm-hmm. lyrical shit the i would say mob deep prodigy um, of course, Wu Tang, Wu Tang, right? And, and their uh, lyrical problems. Man and whatnot. X was just so to the to the fucking point, and I think that's why it was dope as fuck that he gave this. He even gave the South love. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it was yeah. one of the one of the few artists from the East that really fucked with the South, and I think that was that Rough Rider Cash Money tour yeah. that kind of because kind of made was it. on Rough Riders for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. they had that connection. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. that. I think that it's going to be a lot more kind of looking into his music. Mm. And I think people are going to take elements from it because you can't reduplicate. No, no, no. So the, that, clo- the closest to it was Pop Smoke. So this, God this, bless this the, the dead here. here. That's the second part of my question then. So I know you got an idea of what the album's going to be when he was alive, right? Mm-hmm. What do you, if you're in this position and you know you got you got to push this album out, Mm-hmm. Do you keep it as directed, or you, do you go straight to like a Biggie Life After Death situation? Oh, you definitely go Biggie Life After Death. What, what'd you I say? better, I better get some uh, like a double some, disc. Some bro, I better get disc. some some dope That's ass profit features. off his death. Yeah. You know, my well, I mean, if it's profit, 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 but I'm, I'm just saying, saying from an artist standpoint, like, yeah. bro, I want, I, I need that Busta Rhymes and and DMX. I need that, like yeah. DMX and Friends. Like mm-hmm. Swiss oh, need yeah, to go yeah, back yeah, in the lab. Yeah. Swiss got to give me some more. We need shit. to chip like, in on a great album for him. Yeah. I mean, Wayne was already on there. Bono was already on there. Like you already like, got a nice little yeah. thing. Like I need that. Now I know he didn't work with everybody. He didn't fuck with everybody. But the artist that makes sense. Yeah. The the artist that makes sense. Yeah. Like so you actually, can, like Jay. I need a verse. Even John Rule. Like, you yeah. know I'm not a fan. Ja, like oh, we, we we never got murdering. Hey. We never got we uh what was yeah. what was the actual group called was it called murder yeah, it, it, it was Jaru it was Jaru Jay Z and DMX yep and yep, yep. it was Irv Gotti's brainchild yep. that we were supposed to get yeah and every time I fucking think about it I'm like shit but ironically <laughs> think about the time <laughs> it was supposed to happen every every time something was to happen one of them cats weren't available you talking about DMX you know what right I'm that type of deal but that would have been. Now, Rule would have benefited from that the most. Like so, so y'all, man. like what I really got is kind of like every time I hear DMX, what I hear now in my brain is Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Yeah. That's my <laughs> favorite song by him right now. That's well, it's a constant rotation. I'm telling you, like you say, I think he definitely went underrated in the grand scheme of things because yeah. lyrically he can't be touched. He's done. Last thing before we got here, this is why 
these young dudes be like, man, y'all hold on to the nineties because we had gold there that y'all Bruh, just good shit in that motherfuckers that was like we had the blueprints right there. Let so go to pass, y'all won't look at that. See, DMX, we remember when he came out, man, he was fifty three. The last time he might be double your age, bro. You can't, you understand. If you weren't there to feel his rise, it's almost not worth talking to you. They were speaking clear English, and they wouldn't. <laughs> he said it was pretty clear English, and they wouldn't. But it's just it. shit that's gonna live on forever, bro. That and that's and that's that's the type of hip hop that we need to appreciate. Like, his, you know what I'm saying? You are gonna be able to play Rough Riders Anthem from now until yeah. That that there's no date on that. Like he wasn't talking about things that was specific to a time or era. He was just talking. No, right. I'm just giving you raw rap. Yep. And rest in peace to the legend, man. Shout out to to DMX. Um, and I would be remiss. Also, I had a I had a death in my family. So shout out to my um, my cousin Lil Dave, man. Rest, rest in peace. peace Dave. Died rest on the peace. same day as DMX, so it's been a tough week for me. Period. So rest in peace to him. We are gonna honor you and we are gonna do it up big for you. And and God bless you know DMX, Earl Simmons, his family. Hopefully, man. he lives on forever, man. I think we did. Like I say, uh, one one thing what we're doing is make sure. We do just that. What we're doing, bringing awareness, and if anything, I think we did fantastic honoring that man and talk about legacy. Because, like we said a million times over the show itself, his legacy is the blueprint. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah I mean, so this has been what we doing. We out of your man's HT Sims. It's Mr. Mix. Joffy Jofa. Once again, I want to say thanks to the man upstairs and thanks for y'all for listening. This y'all take care of y'all. So, so what we going out? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Ranger. Hey, what's up, Trish? What's up, sir? Let's talk. There we go. Okay, okay, don't do me crazy. Okay.